0: Hello there. I must say that whenever, whenever I feel a bit down in the dumps, that percussive introduction sort of pumps some, uh, some energy back into these limbs. So uh, to our production team behind the scenes, you know, from Bali, who's producing this, and Alex uh, and, and Sheldon, the guys who really bring this thing together. I just, well done. I, I, I like it. Um, uh, and and I'm, I'm sure you like it at home, or like it at home, uh, or... Ah, uh, you just really like listening to me talk. That you're willing to sit through that, which I don't for a moment believe, because you know, let's be realistic here. But welcome to taking the stand. Uh, our, uh, we're continuing today our series about the rule of law, and as a brief recap, um, we it, it's uh, oh I can't remember. It's possibly part five. I can't. I, it's, it's difficult to keep up. But essentially, what we've been doing for for a few weeks now is we've been looking at the rule of law as broken down by Lord Bingham in his seminal first lecture and then book um, called simply The Rule of Law. And to quickly run through the first six because we are now at number seven, accessibility, law not discretion, equality, exercise of power, human rights, dispute resolution, and we arrive at today's topic of a fair trial. A fair trial, being one of these components of the rule of law, and I am privileged to be joined by uh, Sarah Gon, uh, the one of the you know the legal gurus and mojos um, and um, agitators of critical race theory endorsers. Um, Sarah, thank you very much for for joining us today, and uh, I think with critical race theory in mind. Uh, we might be looking at the concept of fair trials and which trials. We'll see where that goes.
1: Cool. Okay. Do you want <laughs> me to?
0: <laughs> yes. So, so okay. let's. The, the first question, I think. Um, what is a fair trial? Would you say?
1: Okay. A fair trial is essentially, and our system is, we've adopted. We adopted the original British system for for you know most of of the last century. Before that, and and still now, and that is what we call the adversarial system. And it's adversarial suggests argumentative, and it's argumentative in the sense that, first of all, and let's talk about criminal law because the, the consequences of being found guilty of a crime can be substantial. Um, is that you go into the process being presumed innocent, so you your guilt does essentially does not exist until enough evidence has been put forward on a on beyond a reasonable doubt so that's like ninety seven percent that you have committed the crime um the you can have a look a fair trial i think the process is 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 fair you the the prosecution will present a case they will put forward their witnesses if they put forward enough evidence to suggest there's a case to answer then you as the as as the defendant um must give evidence and you must bring forward your witnesses to give evidence. The prosecutor side, then after that, has a chance to rebut what, what you might have presented that hasn't been dealt with. And both parties then argue both how the law aspects of the law should be applied to their particular side of the case. Um, then they in, they implore the, the judge, magistrate, to make a decision based on. The facts presented the evidence presented and the argument presented in support or against and and that essentially is the process so it ensures that both parties most but most importantly the accused gets the uh gets an opportunity to 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 be probably to be to properly be present and participate in their own defense um obviously usually you, lawyers will do it because it's it's a it's a not it's not a simple process, but it is a fair process. Um, it's it, to the extent that there's unfairness, you will depend usually on the content of the law you're trying to rely on or trying not to rely on. Um, the, and, and obviously, you've got to take the, the, the a judge or magistrate will have certain biases. It is their role to try and disabuse themselves of those bi- biases and look at it as freshly and as. Uh, You know, unbiasedly as possible. But there's always room for that. And that's why, when in the event of those things happen, an aggrieved party has the right to appeal to another level. And usually there are two or three levels of appeal depending on the issue. So there are as many safeguards as can largely be put into a system through an adversarial system. The only, the only, the the main issue is largely the nature, two things the nature of the law you're dealing with, and the fact that it's expensive. Mm. Uh, to mm. run a trial. And for m- many people, and that's not just at the very poor level, but, but middle class people like you and myself can't necessarily afford legal fees that easily. Mm. And so the, the, the possibility of, an, of a less than fair trial is more is often more pragmatic financial one than it is a legal one.
0: I must say, oh, you touched on so many key issues there. Um, uh, the adversarial system, uh, innocent until proven guilty, the, uh, the 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 both sides getting to to state the case. What we uh, uh, law schmucks might call the the Audi alteram partem rule that you know you Audi you know listen it's to alterum alternative sides um the, the 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 impartiality of the the officiating uh, uh, judge decider the 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 fair process of presenting evidence um I, I think that's just the perfect definition of what a fair trial looks like but let me let me indulge my uh, uh you know uh, i don't know dustiness when it comes to these things looking perhaps at the adversarial component. I mean, oftentimes, we hear this in politics a lot, and also in the law, is if the law and politics was less adversarial, less you against me, if it was just let's find the truth together, let's find the solutions together, things would be so much better. Now, I don't really buy that. I think liberty is something that uh, that you need, you know, uh, muscularity to confront, the the, the idea of On the one hand, it's a binary thing. You are innocent until proven guilty. You are A until you are B. It Mm. strikes me as an intrinsically adversarial thing where you have to test both sides of the case. Mm. Do you think that the adversariality of our system is good or bad? Is it pro-liberty, anti-liberty, or is it really just much of a muchness?
1: Well, it's... I, th- I think you know, on the basis that there are no perfect systems of anything, um, th- they may even be considered an element of of excess, of repetitiveness, um, of grandstanding, which are all which are all possible in the course of a trial. But the it, when we say the argumentative, it, I mean that in uh, very much in the positive sense, in the sense that by virtue of the fact that your your neutral person is your judge sits there and has to hear evidence and argument from one side and evidence and argument from another side, he, she, whatever is applicable, will then have the benefit of having as much possible um, information to weigh up against one one party against the other, plus obviously doing a bit of their own research to make a decision. in that respect, it, it has a certain attraction. Look, there's certainly certain types of disputes that are, are better suited to a form of mediation, which is much more informal, where the parties get together with a third-party mediator to try and resolve it. But that's usually in the context of civil trials, where you you essentially sue for money or property, um, by and large. So the, the because the stakes are quite high with, with criminal cases, it's a case of... The, the prosecution really has to prove their case and you are really entitled to mount a defense so that you limit or avoid the possibility of senti- being sent to jail on an unwarranted basis. So I, think I must say, also- and, and
0: yeah, no, I, I think that's that's also, a, a, oh, you're just touching on so many great points. Uh, another point that I th- I'm sure every law student and lawyer has ever heard is how can you defend someone that might be guilty? And I, that, I mean, if, if, if you're a first year law student and it doesn't bother you, then you're just not thinking about it hard enough. But at some point I got quite satisfied with the answer that um, the system itself uh, deserves testing. If you've got a state, let's take the criminal trial example. If you've got a state with a power to sentence someone to jail for life, mm. um, to essentially take whatever remains of their life and control it through state power, um, that system doesn't deserve an easy ride. It doesn't deserve a dishonestly bad ride, but it needs to make its case. And it sort of links into the point of, is there a case to answer for? So my response has always been that yeah, it's, it's It's not my job to decide guilt or innocence, but it is my job to ensure when I were to defend a hypothetical, possibly guilty person, it is my job to make sure that the general rule of law principle of the state only having the ability to use those massive powers once it has really cleared the bar, Mm. that is in and of itself a freedom, justice, rule of law argument to pursue.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think that's absolutely right. I mean, you know, we we all have in mind people we think you know are in in literally indefensible. Um, how the how could anyone you know that, that dreadful human being or whatever it might be? But the bottom line is, you you by allowing the process to work in that way on that on those principles, you avoid the possibility of jailing somebody who doesn't deserve to be jailed. However much you may not like them if the evidence doesn't sufficiently establish the case, they don't deserve to be in jail. And, and that, that, that's essentially the essence of, of, of the issue, is that you are innocent until you're proven guilty. It doesn't ma- matter how much the public knows about what you've been up to. It's a question of can the evidence, when actually drilled down to and in detail, can it reveal whether you deserve to be jailed or not or, or not. And, you know, uh, you know, we can get very frustrated in this country because there is, there is so much crime and there's so much wrong. But if you can preserve that sort of neutral position of everyone stands back until the case has been proven or not, um, it's, it's, a, it's a much more healthy thing for a society, even in a chaotic state, or, or perhaps more particularly in a state as chaotic as ours.
0: Look, so talking about a state as chaotic as ours, do you think fair trials um, in South Africa uh, is the rule or the exception, or perhaps neither?
1: Yeah, um, I would say that probably the probably the rule. It, it's it's terribly difficult without having the figures, um, and the figures would include was a person decently represented, because very often, particularly if you're poor and you have to be defended. Um, in, in a criminal matter your your lawyer will often be young and inexperienced, and the other side is likely to be much more experienced so those those are those are, those, those are issues that hamper adversarial systems all over the world, and hence, as I say, the various uh, levels of uh, appeal and review um but let 's put it this way: some of the most impressive fights, whether they be civil or criminal, have been um, test cases or uh, uh, I forgot the word, but essentially a a, a community of 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 equal mm. of people who suffered the same uh, the same problem from the same source. Have, mm. If if they can band together, and you often have lawyers who will do it because that is how they feel about it. That's what they will do. They get funding, maybe it'll be donated or raised to some extent. But those can you know as one thinks of reparations for asbestos cases. Um, mm, mm, so there mm. are ways of trying to get people um, as much fairness as possible. I think one of the biggest problems, and it's probably, it's a problem everywhere, but, you know, the, the stresses on your courts will, will will be a factor, is the time taken to get to court. The processes yeah. of getting to court are, are laborious. And but and I must say it's... But they're slow.
0: Yes, and again, I, I feel like I'm sort of, Sometimes making myself guilty of special pleading for the legal fraternity because I, you know, I I, I might have uh, dabbled and inhaled, um, is that the lib- slow processes within a margin of acceptability are good things because it it it, it applies the break to sentiment to emotion to public opinion. Um, it, so so it 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 it's always when. When you're learning to drive, it's the instructor saying the slower you drive, the more time you have to react to new events as they occur. Mm-hmm. So a slow within margin of acceptability legal process in and of itself isn't bad. But I must say it's, it's almost as ever that whenever we come to. The theoretical framework of South Africa, and we look at what should be in place, a lot of things are in place, except the bit the government is responsible for. Because if we had a police system that uh, just banked evidence properly, that followed up with witnesses properly, that took statements correctly, um, that investigated um, claims of domestic abuse, even in cases where the woman then forgives the abuser, I, I assume woman because that's, that's mostly the case, The police in those cases shouldn't actually be allowed to go, oh, well, she brought the claim. She's now Mm -hmm. forgiven the man. We don't investigate. No, no. A proper police system in the hands of the government investigates the evidence wherever it may lead. So, again, we're faced with this thing where we can do a lot of things with a theory of law, but the tire hits the road where the government really needs to step up.
1: You see, you've got to remember that the judicial system is, is three parts. It's the, it's the police who investigate, the prosecutors who prepare and present the case, and the judges who hear it. And even if you have one good leg, if if, if 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 any of those sources is not performing properly and the police at the moment are at the bottom of the pile of performance, if they can't feed the right evidence or evidence has been lost or tampered with or destroyed, the prosecutor has less to work with. And if the prosecutor has less to work with, it In a way, you know, what what can happen is that in a better set of circumstances, a person could be convicted of an offence. But in the circumstances Mm -hmm. of a lack of evidence, because the police haven't done the job properly, that person will have to be found innocent. And there may be times when you are letting somebody back onto the street who, who, who is a threat to society. But it's what you pay for to make sure that fewer innocent people end up in jail. Mm.
0: It's it's essentially the 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 risk you're willing to take, um, and I think it is, uh, and throughout history has been the right risk to take. That you would rather have a guilty person walk than an innocent person hang, um, and and I think that is, for all ills, um, something that the judiciary, the justice system, for all its many shortcomings in South Africa, seems still to be grasping. Um, Sarah, thank you very, very much. Um, as ever, I mean, I, I was really terrified of taking on this fair trial one because I, it, it's just such a, it's, it's like trying to separate the idea of paint from, from painting. It's so intrinsic that you're not quite sure where you draw the lines, but I think you laid it out just so well uh, with the various elements. And, and perhaps I could end on this appeal to, to our listeners. Um, a constitution and a constitutional framework. Um, and the rights of a fair trial are only as potent as the citizenry demanding it. We cannot go, oh, we tick some of the rule of law boxes like having a judiciary. We can sit back and think we're going to get fair trials because, as Sarah points out, the other two legs of the stool are rather wonky, and we will fall into a pile of wood if we try to sit and rest on that. So my appeal to everyone is is to under- is to make sure that You take part. You find out where you can participate, whether it is becoming part of FAN, the IRR, whether it's, you know, just getting someone who didn't vote to vote. There are these mechanisms available to, and with this, I shall land this baby, make justice about freedom and make freedom about you because, and I hope everyone at home can say it with me, your freedom is worth fighting for. Sarah, thank you very much. We see you next week.